Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about when the reverse occurs, and we're coming from the book of Esther, chapter 9 and 10. So grab your journals. This is clearly the last part of the Esther series because chapter 10 is the last chapter. I have been reading you guys DM and emails telling me how much you love the Esther series. I have enjoyed the Esther series as well. And I'm so excited to share with you the revelation that God has given me today as we end this series. So we're going to be focusing on Esther chapter 9 verses 1 and verse 4. So grab your journals. At the end of Esther chapter 9 and verse 1, it says, On the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain the mastery over them, the reverse occurred. The Jews gained mastery over those who hated them. Then when we skip down to verse four, it says, for Mordecai was great in the king's house and his fame spread throughout all the provinces. For the man Mordecai grew more and more powerful. So basically in the beginning of Esther chapter nine is telling us how the very day when the enemies are supposed to become masters over the Jews, the reverse occurred. And now everybody feared Mordecai. Mordecai became more and more powerful simply because he was great in the king's house. The first thing that got a lot to stand out to me is that everyone that God makes powerful starts off as weak. It's always someone as weak. Even with Jesus, they said, you're just the carpenter's son. And David, he wasn't the one that the father called out. And Joseph, he was the one that the brothers threw away through into the pit. It's always someone that starts off as weak that God chooses to make powerful. So if you're somebody and you're listening to this episode and you feel like you're always the weakest link, you feel like you're always overlooked. You feel like people always think less of you. You feel like people always doubt you or they don't choose you. I want you to know that whenever God is about to make someone great, whenever God has plans to make someone powerful, it's always the stone that the builders rejected. It's always the one that people less expect. And God showed me as I was taking notes, he said, I always use the one that's considered weak because then it can be proof that through my power anything can be done because if I choose somebody that already has status that already has all the answers that feel like they can do it within their own strength then they can take credit for it but if I choose David who you didn't even call out front if I choose Joseph the one that you threw in a pit if I choose to use the carpenter's son you can't take credit for that your parents can't take credit for that your environment can't take credit for that look at where Jesus was born he didn't even have a room to be born in so it wasn't that he was raised with a silver spoon God says I choose to use the weakest one so that it can be clear that it was by my power that they became powerful that's when the reverse occurs Esther chapter 9 is mainly about Mordecai and how powerful he had became and how everyone feared him and all throughout Esther chapter 9 it constantly said Mordecai the Jew Mordecai the Jew and it's like for nine chapters we've known that Mordecai is a Jew so why are you constantly saying Mordecai the Jew and what I felt in my spirit is that it kept saying Mordecai the Jew because it was a reminder that a Jew shouldn't be in this position it was a reminder that a Jew shouldn't have this much power it was a reminder that a Jew is considered the weak ones it is a reminder that there was a decree out to kill the Jews and now it's a Jew in power and it literally says on the very day that the enemies were supposed to overtake the Jew the reverse occurred God showed me that he'll allow it to get so bad because he likes to put on a show on the very day that they thought they were going to take you out on the very day that the enemies thought they were going to take over the Jews on the very day that the rent was due on the very day that the bill was due on the very day that you thought you couldn't make it in 
anymore. You couldn't push through anymore. God said on the very day, I will cause a reverse to occur to show you how my power does not have to compete with time. My power does not have to compete with the power of this world. My power does not have to compete with titles. My power does not have to compete with you and what you think needs to happen. And when you think it needs to happen, I will wait till the last minute. I will wait till the very day and then I'll cause a reverse to occur because I want you to see that I don't move according to the timeline of this world and that their date, their time is not a threat to my will. The next thing that God allowed to stand out to me while reading Esther chapter nine is that it said everyone feared Mordecai and it said fear fell on them. And God showed me that they didn't fear Mordecai because of him and his own strength. Mordecai was the same Jew that was in front of the king's palace crying and ripping off his clothes and losing his mind because there was a decree out to kill the Jews. It wasn't because Mordecai was this great man that they feared him. God showed me that they feared him because of his position. They feared him because he was great in the king's house. Where are you positioned? Where, where are you positioned when it comes to what God has called you to do? When it comes to you walking in your purpose, when it comes to you praying for power or praying for influence or praying for God to use you or praying for God to reveal your purpose to you, where are you positioned? The people that feared Mordecai, the power that Mordecai had, none of that came because he had such a great reputation. None of that came because he was a man of money. None of that came because he had tangible things that he received in the world. None of that came because he was popular on Instagram. None of that came because he had followers. None of that came because his parents was rich. It says fear fell on the people and Mordecai became more and more powerful because he was great in the king's house. Are you great in the king's house? Do you spend enough time in the king's presence for power to be activated in you? Not because of what you can do, not because of your degrees, not because of your bank account, not because you cute, not because of who you date, not because of how much you travel, not because of the car that you drive, not because of your job and its title, because of your position in the king's house. It says Mordecai became more and more powerful because he was great in the king's house. And what God showed me is that true power doesn't come from our own strength or the things that we can obtain in this world. True power comes from being great in the king's house. True power comes from being great and being known to be in the king's presence. True power comes from seeking the kingdom above all. True power comes from staying on your face and saying, God, let your will be done. True power comes from saying, God, show me my purpose because I'm not going to be powerful if I'm not operating in my purpose. I'm not going to be powerful if I'm following somebody else steps that you ordered for them I'm not going to be powerful if I'm not living according to the will that you assigned for me when I was in my mother's womb I'm not going to be powerful if I'm looking to this world to give me my identity I need to be great in the king's house I need to be consistent in the king's presence I need to be bound down in the king's face in order to actually be great and be powerful because in your presence is my purpose which will lead to my power it says that Mordecai was great in the king's house and that led to him becoming more and more powerful, which leads me to today's seed, which is faced great. Father God, make me great and give me the habit of being on my face. And I don't want to make today's seed to make me great seed because when we pray to be great, when we pray to be powerful, a lot of times we're talking about in the ways of this world. We're talking about make me great when it comes to my content creating and make me great when it comes to my job and make me great when it comes to school and make me great when it comes to promotion and advancement and seeing different things in this world and getting different accomplishments and titles from this world. But today I'm talking about 
about being faced great. I'm talking about being great on your face in the presence of God because you understand that true power comes from being great in the king's house, not being great in your parents' house, not being great in the schoolhouse, not being great in the job house, but being great in the king's house. Because what I want you to understand is being great in all the other houses is only temporary. But if you want to permanently be great, if you want to truly be great, if you want to have a power that does not reverse, a power that cannot be taken, a power that cannot be bought, you have to be great in the king's house. So Father God, make me face great. Make me great to get on my face every day and seek your kingdom. Make me great to get in your face. Make me great to face my fears and say, I'm still going to rely on my faith and not what I see in front of me. Father God, make me face great because I want to be great in your kingdom. And I understand that in order to be great in your kingdom, I must seek your face. So I don't want to be great according to the standards of this world because that can be taken away. But if I'm great in the king's house, that's something that can't be reversed. It says on the very day that the enemies were supposed to take over the Jews, that's when a reverse occurred. And God is showing us you can seek the greatness and the power of this world or you can seek to be great in the king's house. But I want you to know that there's only one level of greatness. There's only one level of power that cannot be reversed. And it all depends on where you position. Where are you positioned? Where do you pull your power from? Is your power in your finances? Is your power in your position at work? Is your power in your titles? Is your power in your degrees? Is your power in your followers? Is your power in your friends or who you date? God said, you must be great in my kingdom if you want to be great and powerful on earth. And I don't want you to sow or to seek greatness in the kingdom of God just because of what you can get. Because understand that to whom much is given, much is required. Heavy is the crown. So there's a weight that comes with that greatness. But if you seek it according to God's will, he will help you carry it. But if you seek it according to this world, you will pay the price. God is making us think about how do you want to be great? How do you want to be powerful? And after you think about it, ask yourself, where are you positioned? When I got to Esther chapter 10, verse three literally says for Mordecai, the Jew, I told y'all they keep adding that on. That's not, you will think his middle name is done. His last name is Jew, the way they keep saying it. Chapter 10, verse three says for Mordecai, the Jew was second in rank to the king. And he was great among the Jews and popular with the multitude of his brothers. For he sought the welfare of his people and spoke peace to all his people. Mordecai the Jew was second in rank. The one that was in front of the palace that couldn't get in, that told Esther not to tell the king that she was a Jew, that Mordecai, Mordecai the Jew is now second in rank. And God said it's all because he was great in the king's house. Where are you positioned? Are you faced great or are you great according to this world? Are you seeking the satisfaction and approval of this world's definition of great. There's only one level of greatness and one level of power that cannot be reversed, but you must be faced great. And that only comes by staying on your face and seeking the king's house because you have to ask yourself, do I wanna be great in the king's house or great in this world? Because both houses has power to offer, but you have to ask yourself which power or which greatness you want to obtain. And you can answer that by asking yourself, where am I positioned? Am I face great and continuously seeking the face of God? Or am I seeking the face of this world and its approval and the direction and the things that it's telling me I should do in order to be great and powerful? God, I want to be faced great 
according to my faith and my faith only. And you can sow the face great seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this earth, to be alive, Father God. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on this podcast, your podcast. Thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God. Today, we sow the faced great seed, Father God, because we want to be great at getting on our face and getting in your presence, Father God. Give us the discipline and the wisdom and the knowledge and the discernment not to seek greatness from this world, not to seek power. Power from this world, not to seek approval from this world, but to stay on our face and make decisions and have a mindset that's based off of faith, Father God, because we understand that your will cannot be reversed. We understand that whatever you give us, whatever power we have from you and whatever greatness we receive from you, it cannot be reversed. We understand that the things of this world are temporary, Father God. So allow us to be wise enough not to seek the things of this world, not to move according to the things of this world, not to desire the things of this world but to be great at getting on our face and seeking you father god we want to be great in the king's house and whatever comes from that we thank you father god but today we sow the face great seed because we want to have a heart that is great at getting on our face and getting in your presence that is great at submitting to you that is great at seeking after you and your kingdom father god because we understand that being positioned in the king's house is the best place greatest place to be positioned father god so we sow the face great seed because from today forward, we are going to be intentional with getting on our face. We are going to be intentional with seeking your face because if we want to be great, if we want to be powerful, we understand that we only want it according to your will and the steps that you have ordered for us. Father God, allow us to not idolize the things of this world. Allow us to not seek identity and greatness from man, but to stay on our face and seek your face. Matthew 6, says, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so father god today we sow this seed and we make a promise that we are going to be face great because our ultimate goal is to be great in the king's house above all we love you father god and we'll forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen i love you guys so much thank you for listening to another episode of the christian bay tv and podcast i'll talk to you guys on the next episode bye